Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 43 of the Business Handmade Podcast. My name is Kevin. And I'm Kim. And this episode is all about customers. Is it about customers? We talk a lot about customers. I think it is about customers. And it's very important this time of year with the holidays coming up to be mindful of how to engage in people all over. Yes, I think it is more about engagement. It's not even necessarily just plain customers. It's about it's about like carrying that experience from the in-person craft show mm-hmm. to online and recognizing that all of it from start to finish is an experience and the internet is just the vehicle. And the biggest part about handmade and being a maker of a small business is about connection. So having that connection with your customers, whether it be at a show or online or just continuing the conversation after a purchase, that's what makes it special. It's not you know a big box store or a huge online retailer where they send you your products and that's it. It's continuing that conversation and having a relationship afterwards. Yeah. In some ways, it's easier and in some ways, it's harder. Like I think of big box retailers, if they don't make that connection, they have to rely on advertising dollars mm-hmm. to retarget you. But when you make the connection with the maker, you're invested in that person for their personal story, for your experience with that person and the product that you know was made by hand. So you're probably more likely to shop that person again. But at the same time, the big box retailer can afford to pay (laughs) all that money to retarget you where the small business really is depending on you for reviews and for word of mouth recommendations and for that continued shopping and things like that. But we talked to Kate um, of Rustic Rhapsody about her experiences both in person and online how she adds a personal touch and how she's utilizing technology to not be annoying, but to really just check in to really Mm -hmm. make sure she is there for her customers and they know it. Yeah. And she also has really good products. So that helps. She does. We talk about her unique product, the tile striker. So you'll have to listen to this episode to find out what that is. Yeah. Cause Um, it's super cool, but it's a pretty badass name. Tile striker. <laughs> I was gonna say badass, but I didn't know if I didn't know if that would be well received if I said badass. Everybody needs a tile striker. <laughs> it is. And if you if you like mysteries or like Sherlock Holmes or like book in the bookcase that you pull out and it reveals a whole new room, a tile striker is totally something you need to look into. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool cool piece to have either on a desk or on an end table yeah. that people will come up and ask you, What is that? Yeah. How does that work? For sure. Yeah, very cool. Um, so yes, this cu- this customer centric episode um, was very fun. We had a lot of fun talking to Kate. It's honestly one of my favorite episodes because it was such a natural flow of conversation, but is so chock full of information for the small business. You don't want to miss this episode. Yeah, please go to her website, uh, find her online, and go to shopourmakers.com for a lot of different makers that you can. Um, either purchase a gift from or just share word of mouth um, that you found something that would be cool for a gift. Yeah. So without further ado, here is Kate of Rustic Rhapsody. Hi, Kate. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Of course. We're so excited to have you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. So my name is Kate. And I am the owner slash artist at Rustic Rhapsody. Um, And basically, I started Rustic Rhapsody because I, well, I 
when I first started working after college, I was in retail and I really enjoyed it. Um, and then I, after college, started working in a corporate job. And I did not enjoy that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So I actually, um, in around, I think it was like 2011, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm. Oh, and no, that's okay. And um, I decided at that point that I was not going to be miserable anymore. So I stepped back from that job and took some time while I was healing myself to figure out what it was that I actually enjoy and what it was that I wanted to do with the rest of my time. So um, I knew I wanted to get back with customers. I do. And I love interacting with people. It's yeah, I'm just I've always been a people person. And I found that even more with running my own business, because now I get to talk about things that I like fully love and am passionate about. Right, in, right. Instead of like, well, before I was working at clothing stores where, you know, I like this stuff, but it's not my stuff to sell. So right. You're invested in yourself exactly. and what you're making and, and the customers that are coming to you, you're invested in that relationship. Exactly. Yes. Yep. And I love making the relationships. I really do. Like that is Yeah, I think that's so important. I actually was talking to someone um today who was saying that, you know, out of a hundred people, like when you're a small business owner, out of a hundred people, if sixty people of those hundred doubt you or, you know, just kind of are not interested in what you have to sell or they're just not buying it. Mm -hmm fine. You know, those other 40 people are going to be the ones that you have the strong relationship with. You can really speak to your product and, and sell yourself and sell your business and what you stand for. And that's going to be your recurring client base that then grows into, you know, like like-minded people Absolutely. and others who want to support what you do. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there definitely are people who don't understand the whole handmade thing. Which is fine. Yeah. I mean, not everybody's going to get into everything. You know, there are things mm -hmm. I don't like, but I, I definitely think that there is, I think it's getting bigger, the community yeah. of people who are um, understanding that the more we put into ourselves, the better we are as a community. Yeah. Instead of, you know, taking our money and spending it elsewhere and, you know. Right, right. And I think it is, it, a lot of it has to do with, this generation of people who are feel empowered to decide where their dollar goes. Right. And, um, you know, there's a lot of growth in small downtowns that you know, want the mom and pop businesses and want something that's cool and funky and eclectic and, right. and new and to have yeah. a little bit of a city vibe, but also still keep the quaintness of being a small town. And, and the only way to do that is to have those, unique small businesses that you know the owner you can still walk in and, and you know them by name and so I, I do think that you know like I say it all the time like gone are the days of shopping at the mall and you know it's convenient for us to have things like Amazon at, for like toilet paper and things right. that you need on Prime right. but yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> things that things that mass produce yes yeah, right right the but necessities that, <laughs> right exactly but something that you want quality and you want to be able to touch it and experience it before you buy it or just mm -hmm. connect with the person who made it and you want a whole story I mean 
so much of it is just like having that backstory and, and living that life of like, well, I know exactly where this came from right. and kind of being conscious, whether it's like ego conscious or just conscious of like who you're supporting, where it came from, causes you're passionate about, et cetera. I think mm -hmm. that's why, like, like you're saying that small business is so important and is so kind of not trendy, but like, that's what people want right now. Right. Right. And every, I mean, right now, right now, everyone needs connection. I mean, everyone oh my is God, just, yes. you know, you need, yes. you need to know <laughs> that, you know, I, I think not only do you need to know the person, but it, it's also nice to know that you're, you're helping someone at this point, you know, I mean, yeah. I think everybody knows that small businesses are really suffering right now. And so just to be able to, I mean, I know even myself, I purchased like everything I got for Christmas this year is only small businesses mm -hmm. because I know, first off, I know where the money is going and then I know who I'm supporting. And, you know, it's, and before this, before getting into the handmade, I always had an appreciation for handmade, yeah. but getting into it and getting to know the people, I mean, they just, they really care. About you have such a well-rounded perspective now that you are the small business maker. So, you know, you're, you're looking at it from the person who needs that, needs that support, but also someone who wants to give it to other makers too. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I think it is really important. You know, there are a lot of initiatives. I mean, social media goes a really long way with small business and especially now, um, there are a lot of initiatives in like in our town, for example, they created the flag of Cranford where, um, it's the frontline appreciation group. And they're really just going above and beyond to call attention to small businesses in our town, mm -hmm. really highlighting things for like restaurants. Okay. What's their menu? What are their hours? Right. Can you, can you order, you know, at certain times they have outdoor dining and really just kind of putting the spotlight on that small business because they're so conscious of supporting the small business that otherwise would fold in a time like this. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think, I mean, I think although this year has been really rough for us, I think that going forward, it kind of was a necessity. I think so too. I think you're right. You know, it's, you hate to say that like, it's so cliche to say like everything happens for a reason. And you certainly don't want to diminish what people are experiencing right now. Mm -hmm. But I do think that as a society, as humanity, we get to these like pivot points where there needs to be a growing pain for us to mm -hmm. realize like what oh, is yeah. going on around us. Let's yeah. reevaluate and what's yeah. most important. And without what has been happening with COVID and civil rights and everything, I don't know that we would have, you know, we were kind of like blissfully unaware of what, what we didn't know. Right. Yeah. So oh yeah. Kind of Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, I'm a little bit older, but our generations really haven't seen anything. You know, we've right. just been like floating along like, Oh, life is happy. Life is good. And right. you know, so it, it definitely takes something. And that's why I always say like the getting sick was what, I don't regret it at all. I actually enjoy that it happened to me because it gave me a new perspective and it woke yeah. me up basically. It was like a wake wow. up call. Like, yeah, there are positive things that come view, out of though. such a negative experience. Oh, absolutely. You're yeah. so inspirational to be saying that. I hope, you know, other people that maybe are going through that or have someone close to them going through that, you know, I hope that gives them inspiration because it's, you know, it's certainly challenging and, and sad and confusing and all kinds of things, but 
for you to be someone who's living it, you know, and have that positive outlook is just amazing. Well, thank you. You're <laughs> welcome. And, and I so do. Us, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's okay. I was just going to say, tell us about what you make. And, um, you know, we've seen some of your products and think it's really awesome. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we just wanted to give you the stage to talk about yourself. Thank you. Um, so I'm not a big talker about myself, but I, I wrote some notes. So, <laughs> okay. So, um, well, the fa- my favorite thing that I make is my wrap bracelets. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've always been into nature. I love the colors of nature. Um, I grew up in a house where my parents collected antiques. So I love that rustic, you know, kind of old school look. Yeah. Um, of course, I went through a phase where I was like, everything I own is going to be Ikea. But then, <laughs> you know, you get over that and you're like, okay, maybe their stuff isn't that bad. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't work right. that long. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and then, so I just love playing with the colors. And I really try to get each wrap bracelet to look as natural as possible, like, and not just natural, like the colors flow, but like you could take it out into nature, take a picture of it and it blends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can totally see that. Yeah. We're looking at a picture right now and and all of the elements of it just play together so nicely. It just looks like it could have been something that was naturally occurring just the way you've put all those pieces together. I like the buttons on these. The buttons are really cool. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. That's a big project. Finding all those buttons. Um, (laughs) You know, I'm, I'm like a button hoarder at this point. So (laughs) just everywhere I go, do you have buttons? Do you have buttons? But it's fun. I mean, that part's fun. And that's the other thing I got to collect what I love or I get to collect what I love and then turn it into something that someone else might appreciate. So, yeah. So it, it like, it satiates the hoarder need in me, (laughs) but then (laughs) it also turns into something for someone else. You get to pass it on. Exactly. Exactly. And it must be such a cool experience for you to connect with a certain piece of what you're creating Mm -hmm. and then meet the other person who also connects with that like right are you like you're like are we soulmates yeah like- <laughs> oh, it happens all the time at shows it's I, I absolutely love shows like this year has killed me yeah um, I love the connection that I form with people like just the interaction where I'm like oh my god like that that is one of my favorite pieces that I've made and then yeah and and even if it's a piece where I'm like eh, in that moment I'm like you know what? I really do love that piece. Like I love how that came together and that came together. And then it's one of your babies. And and even if it's something where you've been staring at it for the last five shows Mm -hmm. and it hasn't sold now that it's selling, it's almost like that person's excitement. Right. You can like feed off of that. And then you're like reinvigorated and able to talk about that piece again. Yep. Exactly. It's so cool. It's such a cool experience. And what you make is so each piece is so unique there's something different about each one. So it's not like, I, I mean, I understand, you know, having us having been in the crafters too, like you get bored after a little while sometimes and you need to be refreshed. Yes. <laughs> but when you have like a piece each time that's different, mm-hmm. like let's say each button is completely different. Yeah. There is something so unique about each piece. So there, mm-hmm. you know, you at least have that where you can talk to someone about like, Oh, well that button, I think that button complements this a little bit more than, you know, this other one over here, you know, it just kind of gives it a little bit of newness. Yeah. Well, I do. T- I tell people, you know, every piece is pretty much a one of a kind unless 
you're requesting something that's already been made uh-huh. because I have a really short attention span and I cannot <laughs> make the same thing over. I'll go mad. So yeah, so yeah. you do. I mean, I do. I just play with colors. I play with, I, I love making two bracelets, same stone, but different leather. And then being able to say mm-hmm. like, look at how much, and people probably think I'm the biggest dork, but I'm like, look at how much <laughs> this changed it. Like just adding this little bit, of, I get really excited. <laughs> but I think that's what sells it too, right? Like people are not just buying your product because if it was just about buying the product, they'd order it on Amazon. Right. They're right. buying a piece of what you created. And I think that's whether they know it or not, that interaction with you and being able to take a piece of your excitement and enthusiasm about what you made is part of the reason why they're doing it in the first place. The people that love coming to craft shows do it because they love coming to craft shows, not because they're just looking for any old piece right. of something. They're not like, you know, they're not like on a TJ Maxx run, like, yeah. oh, right, right. I'm, I'm hoping I'll find like a Michael Kors sweater yeah. today. Like, no, they're looking for something very specific that you know, has a story, whether they know it or not, what, it, what the actual product is, they're looking for that experience more than anything. Yeah. And I really try to create that in my booth. You know, I definitely, yeah. I am not one of the crafters. I mean, I, I, every once in a while, you'll see a crafter that just sits in their booth. And I don't understand that at all. Like right. people, mm-hmm. people have come to craft those because they're interested in, in you. They're interested yeah. in what you're selling, what you're making, your process. So to sit there and not interact, I just don't see that being any fun. I don't know why you would continue to do it. So yeah. Right. I mean, you're preaching to the choir here. That's one of our biggest things. Like you can't be on your right. phone yep. and how you're sitting and, and the display is almost more important than what you're right. selling because if they can't see you or, or, and, or they feel like you're not approachable, it's really going to narrow that audience, that buying audience significantly. Yes, absolutely. I 100% agree. Yeah. yeah. I def- and I was going to ask you this question a little bit later, but in terms of customer service, mm-hmm. you know, you're talking about people coming up to your booth in person. Um, how do you think customer service differs between a small business and maybe a bigger business? Uh, definitely the one-on-one you know, I, I think we care. Whereas, yeah. Yeah. I mean, every customer counts to us because, you know, that's one more meal you can have. That's one more bracelet I can make, you know, and because I realized that what I put into it is what I'm going to get out of it. Whereas, you know, if you're just packaging something up, you've never met the person, you're packaging it, you're sending it out. You don't really, you know, there's no priority in that. It's it because yeah. it's it's a monotonous job where you're just shipping things out, whereas yeah, but it's a one to one impact. Exactly, you're saying exactly. with the customer coming to you, you providing them a service, giving them a product, exactly. then they're directly impacting right. your life. Oh yeah, and I can't tell you how many of my customers are now friends. I mean, like yeah. just That's we awesome. have conversations, we you know banter back and forth, and and that I love that part. I love when my regular customers come and see me. Um, you know, I, I pretty much live for that at this point. Well, yeah. And then they spread the word about your business. So they become, you know, probably one of your biggest referral sources, because when they're so enthusiastic about what you make, they can then tell other people about it and they can attest to the quality right. too mm-hmm. of, the, of the product. And, mm-hmm. you know, like you were saying with customer service, when, when you started talking about that, I was thinking of like a call center and 
as much as someone may love their job and may believe in the product their company is selling, they're not invested in it in the way that you're invested in it as the maker and the person who really experiences the business from every, you, you have a hand in every single point of that business. Like yep. You touch literally every single process. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. What are some of the things you do to make it special, especially like when you're selling something online, somebody's buying from your shop. How do you get that across when you're dealing with people through the website? Um, I try to reach out and, you know, at some point, even if it's just at the end saying, you know, thank you so much for supporting my small business. I do a little handwritten card. Um, mm -hmm. I love that. I, the, each piece comes in a little bag that I hand stamp and it says handmade on the back. I mean, I really try definitely to connect with the people even through the web, especially a lot mm -hmm. of my, so I'll have repeat customers that will buy from my website, but most of my initial purchases obviously are through shows and then social media. So I mm -hmm. don't, I also enjoy social media because a lot of times I'll post something and say, DM me. Well, once yeah. you mm -hmm. send me that direct message, I'm now going to have a conversation with you. It's right. not just when would you like me to ship it? How, you know, what size do you need it? And I, I definitely try to engage and, you know, at least find out some things about that person, what they, what their plans for the piece are, you know, what would make it special for them. And I enjoy that whole process. Yeah. And this all goes back to the experience, right? Like the, the internet is convenient, but that it's just a vehicle for getting you to your customer it's you know it's not meant to be the replacement right. and so right. whether you're at an in-person show or fulfilling that order through social or through someone placing that order doing things like stamping the bag mm -hmm. all of that is the experience and that's why people will come back to you and I think you know that gets lost like first of all you know when people are just starting out their business they're just so focused on the craft that they're making mm -hmm. the art in it that maybe they lose like their their brain might not even be going there. I mean, I've been there. Like you're maybe you're not thinking like, oh, a handwritten card or right. oh, this bag would look really great. But the more time that you spend doing mm -hmm. this and the more you can put those personal touches, you make it more of an experience for them. And and I think that's really what makes the Absolutely. difference when they can feel like, oh my gosh, yeah, I maybe I use the internet to order this, yeah. but it's set. But you're making a connection. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's the yeah. whole like from the second you're opening it. Mm -hmm. One of my best friends, every card that she sends, Kevin hates this, but every <laughs> card that she sends, she puts confetti or glitter <laughs> of some kind in it. Uh-huh. And and you can imagine <laughs> what that looks like when we open that card. But it's like you come to expect that mm -hmm. from her and it's just a piece of her at this right. point. Like it's, I wouldn't, if I got a card without it, it would feel weird at this point because she is glitter. She is confetti. That is who she is. Awesome. And if we didn't have that in our cards, I mean, like <laughs> what happened to her that day? <laughs> it could be a card from anybody else on yeah. earth. It wouldn't be a card yeah. from her. <laughs> well, I actually, so in my bags, in the bottom of the bag, I always put like some little stone chips. Oh, that's just awesome. I think, you know, and it's so funny how many people will reach out and be like, so what, what did, what were each of these stone chips? And then I have to like, they'll take a picture of it and I have to like label each stone, which I can do. I mean, it's no yeah. big deal. I like, I enjoy doing it, but you know, it's just, it's just that little extra touch where they're like, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. she actually thought about this. I think I know what you're talking about. Are they like, it, it's, a, I mean, I've been to like a holistic expo where someone was selling, it's not gravel, but it's like, you can buy it in a baggie or something. Yeah. And it almost helps with like people who need that for attention yes. yep. for like, um, like a fidgeting yes. kind of thing, but also because they're crystals, they all have like their yeah. respective yes. energy properties yep. and everything. That's exactly too. what it is. Yes. So cool. I forget what they're, uh, they were called yes. something. They, but... say, they say you can make like touch bowls out of them. So you can like yes. put your hand exactly. in and it's very mm -hmm. yeah, sensory. It's so soothing yep. too. Yep. Cool. But that's such a great way to just keep the conversation going. Yeah. It's not just, okay, you received your product. Goodbye. Right. It's, you know, a, another conversation starter to keep their mm -hmm. attention and to, to dig a little deeper to find a little bit more about them right. too. And it, it, it's like funny that. because a lot of that just has become a process with me. Like, it's not that mm -hmm. I, I sit down and I think to myself, okay, how can I keep in touch? It's, it's more like, well, if I do this, then they're going to appreciate and it turns mm -hmm. into mm -hmm. that, which is very nice. You know, it's, it's very nice that that then we can continue to speak yeah and there's a whole like education of the properties the mm -hmm. energy all of that and i mean likely if someone is interested in what you're selling and making they're they're probably going to be interested in well what does this stone mean and what does that oh, yeah. mean? so it yes. really does further the conversation yes, that is definitely one of my biggest questions at shows like what what are these so stones cool. good for what do we yeah yeah yep. And then it gets, you know, it's almost like never ending because then it's like, well, what do these combination of stones mm -hmm. do and what's good for this? And oh, I have a friend that has this and it's like, that could literally go on forever. Right? Yep. You could always address their needs. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I enjoy <laughs> that part. Awesome. Like I enjoy doing the research and figuring out what it is that someone could need and, you know, would help them kind of ground yeah. themselves and, you know, yep. That's awesome. That's so cool. Very cool. So I'm interested to hear about your tile strikers. <laughs> okay. I've been very patient. <laughs> you have been very patient. It's <laughs> you let us talk about jewelry and stones and energy. And okay, like, now, right, here's the thing. They just look so cool, and I know there's a story it, behind it. There is. It's so funny because guys at craft shows, literally a lot of them, will stand outside the booth and look completely disinterested. And then the tile striker catches their eyes and I get to engage the guys. And it's so much fun for me because they're, they're so always cool. trying to figure them out. <laughs> what is this? What, how did you do it? You know, it's, it, yeah. it really is mm -hmm. fun for me. So um, the tile strikers started, it was kind of a process. Um, I had seen a bunch of years back a, it was a card that, I guess they had made back in the seventies and it was in an antique shop and it was, I just didn't fully understand it. It was matches and a card and then you open the card on top. And I was like, well, that's weird. So, you know, yeah. you, like mm -hmm. you shuffle it in the back of your brain and you're like, all right, well, I don't know what I could ever possibly think about that again. So my parents moved into the house across the street from us and they were getting their um, fireplace refaced so they were putting tiles okay. on the fireplace and I was sitting there and there was a box of matches for the fireplace. And I realized that the tiles were approximately the size of like it. So if you take 
one of the boxes and you put it onto mm -hmm. the tile, four boxes fit perfectly if you angle them each around. Mm -hmm. So right. from that, I was like, wait a minute. So I could put those there. I could make the top decorative and then you would have your matches for the fireplace or whatever it it uh, it obviously evolved into with candles is the main way that people use them but and then i was like well how can i make this cute and decorative and something that you would be proud to have out in your house and it just kind of evolved from there those little handles <laughs> on the drawers are so that cool. was beyond the hardest part Figuring out yeah. how I was going to get, originally it started out, I was thinking like maybe tape and you tape the bottom and you pull it out, but figuring out those little pulls, it, it literally took me a year before I was like, okay, I think I can sell these of just trying new things. Originally we were using regular matches and um, my dad, who is always challenging me, said, um, so what are you going to do when those little strikers on the side are worn out? You're just going to have to throw it away. And I'm like, all right, back to the drawing board. So that's <laughs> yeah. how we came up with the Strike Anywhere matches. And it's it feels very like old world. Like you were saying, I know that that's how your mm -hmm. interest, but it feels really cool. And it's almost like that hidden book in the bookshelf kind of thing that leads you to a secret right. door. Like this is like the <laughs> hidden matches in this tile. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's no way I could possibly explain it. Like people listening are just going to yeah. check it out because it is really Absolutely. cool. It's like hidden and they're the way they fit under the tile is like yeah. a puzzle. So there, it's not just very, it's not intuitive. You have to think about it a little bit, but it's so cool when you figure it out. And that's another thing that I love. I have to describe it to people. So there, there again, I have to interact with them which I love. Yeah. So it's awesome. And that's to watch people, there are times when I sit back and I just watch and I see what they're going to think it is before uh -huh. I step in and say, okay, now let me tell you what it really is. And it's cute. <laughs> it's cute. It's, it, it definitely makes for good conversation. And once that's they're in sure. your house, they make for great conversation too. So I like yeah, imagine having this on your, right. on your end table or by your fireplace, and it's like, oh, that's a pretty tile. And then you realize <laughs> right. you're what like, wait it a minute, wait a minute, does. there's more like, to this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, we also want to ask you like about the ways customers are supporting you now or like how you're able to stay in contact with them. But then as we're kind of scrolling through your site while we're talking to you, one of the things I noticed that, sorry, I'm throwing you a curveball, but you have, you, you have a simple pop-up that as we were transitioning from one page to another, um, or maybe even going back to our questions or, you know, we were leaving the page, but you have a pop-up that says, wait yes. before you go. I mean, how do you, how does that capture your audience? Or like, what do you think that does for you as, as a maker, as the business where, you know, maybe somebody has a question or maybe they just aren't sure like what's your intention and, and how do you think that um works i actually love that feature because it shows me first off anyone who is interested because obviously if you're mm -hmm. going to my website you've seen me on either at a show or on one of my social medias and you want to look deeper so i know at that point yeah. that if i reach out to you or if i speak to you you're interested because I don't want to bore people. I mean, if you're mm -hmm. not into it, that's cool. Right. You know, just that's absolutely cool. But 
if you're going to have, a, I get a lot of questions, obviously. I mean, people, when they see that, they'll then go in and ask me a question. And, and I love that. Um, but it, it's, it's a great way just to get in touch with people. For sure. I have um, experience in lead generation. And to me, that's a great tool for lead generation. I mean, not you're getting people that are coming to your site, whether they found you at a show or, you know, somehow mm-hmm. they're landing mm-hmm. on your page, right? But but you're capturing the warm right. leads because like you said, you don't want to, there are some people, this is, this is mm-hmm. not their cup of tea mm-hmm. and that's fine. You're not going to right. appeal to right. everyone, but the people you do, I think it's really important to capture data around like, why are you here? Why might you be leaving my site? You know, what can I be doing differently? Or did you have a question? Maybe something didn't make sense to you or, or were you just bookmarking this for a later time? Like gauging whether it's a warm lead or, you know, they need a little bit more coaxing before they actually convert to that sale for you. But I think that's so important to use those tools that are available to you. And a lot of us use websites that are kind of Mm -hmm. self-build and they have those capabilities. It it may just take a little bit of digging and trying to understand like, okay, well, where is it appropriate for me to have a pop-up? Because the other thing too, if you have like 500 pop-ups, people are just going to lose patience with your site. But when they're very intentional and they can actually capture more data for you, I think it's smart to use Well, I figure if they fill that out, then they are interested enough that I can then reach out. So yeah, for sure. It's, it's definitely a good tool for that. And that website is just Wix. So it is, it's, okay. yeah, it's, good to know. it's a very self-built, you know, I mean, I mean, obviously it took research to realize what it was that I wanted, like the aesthetics that I wanted and then the, the, mm-hmm. the pop-up. I mean, that, that was, that was right. a big one for me because I know that when I'm on sites, there are times where I'm just like, oh, stop. I just want to get away. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want it to be like, I, I get annoyed. I feel like it's, it's maybe more for like, clothing websites or for sites that are intended for girls much younger than me. But it's like, so and so in oh, Illinois oh. just bought this sweater. And there are only two left. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> that drives me mad. But <laughs> right, like, that's yes. a little too much contact. But I understand the premise behind an oh, abandoned yeah. cart you know, notification of some sort that's like, wait, before you go, hey, you know, do you want to subscribe to our email? Or like, right. did you know, you know, just something that's like that last ditch effort mm-hmm. before they leave. And also, you know, definitely u- utilizing Google Analytics and just figuring out, well, what page were they dropping off on? And, you know, if you spent so much time on like five out of seven pages, and by the time they get to the sixth page, you're realizing everyone's dropping off. It's like, well, now's your time to actually work on page six, because that's where everyone's falling off. You know, it just, it's all about capturing data. And I know that that's so daunting when you have that artistic brain, but it is so much part of a part of that is that is absolutely one thing that I didn't realize when I got into this, like how much how much more business oriented I was going to have to get because I guess you just take it for advance for I guess you just take it, take advantage of the fact that someone else is going to do it for you when you're. Yeah. But yeah, you couldn't just be barefoot in a sunflower field making jewelry. Like suddenly you had to be licensed and paying taxes. And it's like, what? (laughs) A real citizen. It's crazy. (laughs) Wait a minute. I didn't sign up for this part. I just want to be creative. There are days. Let me tell you, there are days where I'm like, look. This is not what I signed up for. I just want to make jewelry. 
I just want to exactly. live in a shack on the beach and make necklaces. I actually want to live in the back of a van and yes, just travel. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, slip under the radar. <laughs> but there is, I mean, you know, and I think people don't give small business enough credit that we don't have a marketing. I, I mean, not me and Kevin personally, because like, I think we would have a much smaller base of customers if we mm-hmm. didn't have a marketing consultant. But most small business makers don't have a marketing person. They don't have somebody that's doing IT. You know, when the website goes down, like crap, you got to figure out why your website is down. Like these are all these moving pieces that nobody prepared you for. And suddenly you're living it and doing it. And you're, and some days it's like drowning. And some days it's like, wow, pat myself on the back. Look what I've done. Uh, When I made honestly, I called everybody (laughs) I knew. I was like, you are not going to believe what I just did. I have an actual website. You know, and it's so funny too, because we all have a friend who's good at something. You know, we have a, we have a friend who um, is very like tech minded and, you know, we have other friends who are just like very social media minded or very like customer service minded. It's so funny how it really just takes a village to start a small business because you're going to barter with that friend. You're going, whether you can pay them mm-hmm. or pay them in product or just pay them in baked goods. I, you know, I don't know, but like you're going to tap that network yep. of people. Even for just <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's wild. It it's really and cool. That- so I have one more question for you, um, especially now during the holidays when we're kind of pushing a lot of customers to handmade. Obviously, you know, one person mm-hmm. can't buy from everybody. So what would you want a customer or a follower to do if they couldn't purchase from you? How could they Absolutely word of mouth. Just somebody brings something up and you say, oh, I saw on this woman's website a tile striker. Like if somebody says, I don't know what to get, Bob, whoever, Um, you know, it's always Bob. It's always Bob. He's always the hard one to buy Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to get them. Well, I saw this thing that I can guarantee that nobody has. And the tile striker. I mean, you know, it's, it is a conversation starter. It is the best gift for somebody who has everything. Because, yeah, exactly. you know he doesn't have this already. And it's a great gift. I think everyone's going to have a tile striker in their stocking. It's so funny year. because, and I tell my customers this all the time, in my head, tile striker is like just a word. It it totally flows and everything. And then people will be like, what is that thing called? And I'm like, wait, how do you not know? It's a tile striker. Like it just, yeah. it just it's so funny. Like to, if you were in my head with the tile strikers. And t- I mean, tile striker sounds like really like, very involved like you want to know yep, what yep. is a tile I do a lot of shows know? where they put it into the description and people will just come to the booth okay I had to see it what is it what is it yeah yep. yeah they yeah they definitely draw attention I love it <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah so bottom line if if you've already spent all your holiday money at oh, least yes. share with somebody yeah. you know something that you've seen or even on social yeah. media just share something Shame. there um, and that uh, oh, that really goes does. a long way for Absolutely. an independent maker. Right, right. The holidays don't end with you know Hanukkah or Christmas because right. people get money. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, all year round. You know, there are people who shop all year yeah. round. Yeah. 
Right. So you may be tapped out, you know, or worried about things not arriving on time for the holidays, but absolutely, you mm-hmm. know, post about it, share something, comment, you know, making recommendations. It, yeah. Anything comment, gets us anything, attention anything on social gets- media. It does. It, it helps. The, it works with the algorithm to boost your visibility. So anything you can do to help a small business is very much appreciated. Yeah, I see likes and comments yep. come in oh, and I yeah, do a little smile. Oh, I, and I will <laughs> so exciting. You comment on my thing. I absolutely will comment back to you because I... Right. And I think that's the other thing too. Like when you really love someone and their product and like you may feel like as the customer or the, the viewer... They don't know who you are. They don't care who you are. But then when you comment mm-hmm. and they reply, you definitely have that little happy dance. Right. Like, oh my gosh, they see who I am. <laughs> they have noticed. This is really cool. I'm so yep, excited. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. So tell us where we can find you speaking <laughs> so of social media. So my Instagram, I mean, I'm Rustic Rhapsody everywhere, but it's Rustic okay. R-U-S-T-I-C, and then it's Rhapsody, W-R-A-P-S-O-D-Y. It's a little play on words with the rap bracelets. Yeah, thank you. Cute. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. But I, cool. I know I lose a lot of attention because I threw that W in there and it kind of throws people off. So, Well, we're going to link it in the show notes anyway. So anyone listening that is interested to see what a tile striker is or learn more about the beautiful wrap bracelets that you make, they will absolutely find you. I appreciate that. You too. So great talking to you. Okay. Sounds great. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Business Handmade. You can find us, Market Space Vendor Events, on Facebook and Instagram. Our handle is at Market Space Vendor Events, or you can find us at marketspacevendorevents.com.